Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to yet another episode of She Matters Podcast by Shemaine M. Before I get to today's topic, I just want to thank everyone for listening and for all the positive feedback that I've been getting. I really, really appreciate it. So, two weeks ago, I came across an interview about a woman who got exposed to the blessed blessy kind of relationships and she was talking about how young women get themselves involved in this terrible situation just to sustain their lifestyle because she experienced it firsthand. So I'm talking about the one and only Jackie Pamot. So this episode was inspired by her. Well, through her, I came across um a young lady named Pindile who shared her friend's story about um her being involved in sex cults. So today we are joined by her to share um her friend's story with us because somehow somehow she was involved in this whole situation. So I don't wanna just um like talk more about it uh pindile thank you so much for joining us um in this episode of she matters and how are you hey i'm great thanks for yourself i'm great uh firstly i just want to thank you for um allowing me to feature you on my podcast um can you please briefly um introduce yourself who is pindile Right. Hi, listeners. I am Pindile. I am a recent graduate from Avda, writer, um, photographer, just downright creative. Um, and I believe I'm an activist for women's rights, women empowerment, and just speaking on challenges that young women face. So, yeah, that's Pindile. Uh, okay, Pindile, you shared your story with, uh, rather your friend's story with JQ on her live. So can you um, yeah. briefly explain to us what happened? All right. Um, so this was in 2017 and my first year of varsity. Okay. So I lived at a race with um, five other girls. So we shared a house together and then of course as time goes by you know you start developing relationships with these girls yes. then um, with two of the girls I became closest with them yes I was close with everyone in the house but two of them I was I felt more connected to them so those are the ones I went out with the most so on this one night um, a friend of mine who works at a club decides to invite us to the club and says, listen, there's this gent that is a regular client of mine and she's just looking for some people to hang out with, bloody blah, 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 are you in? So, of course, at that age, I was, what, 18? I hadn't turned 19 yet. I was 18. Um, that friend of mine would just call her Michelle to protect her identity, of course. Okay. Um, um, so, like- so, I can yeah. Sorry. So, like, was this your first time going out to a club? No, 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 no. It had been a while because I moved to that place around Feb. Okay. So, when we went, it was around March, April, if I'm not mistaken, okay. when we went to the club. But we had been going since March. We okay. had been going since April. 
So yeah, um, so she told us that other friend told us that um, there's this guy, he's got money, he just wants people to hang out with. And mm-hmm. you know, we we're all for it. She was like, okay, cool, not a problem. Um, we can chill. So me, Michelle, and the other girl, we decided to go. Well, the other girls as well, they joined us. But later in the story, you know, they left because of other commitments. Mm-hmm. So it ended up just being the three of us. So when we went there, we found this really, really handsome looking man. Like, when I tell you, this guy looked like a chocolate god. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Just dark, tall, everything you could ever need and want in an African man. So, okay. We met him, of course. Um, And then I was introduced to him. Him and I kicked it off. You know, we were chilled. Um, He was from Cameroon, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, anyway, when we were there, you know, we decided, no, let's go club hopping just to find something that he found was his good taste mm. and we went around we were at first we were in bram we left bram we went to kong in uh, rosebank and all that eventually we decided to just go to um news cafe in Woodmeads. that's when we settled for the night okay so when we got there you know um he asked me of course since it was my girls so here's the now skateboard when we got there, it was three girls and seven guys, including mm. that guy. Mm. And in a situation like that, usually you think, you know, some of the chains that are there would call their own girls as well. Just so yeah, just it's an equal balance. amount, you know? Yeah. But that was never the case. It was seven and just us three. Mm. And... Usually you'd feel uncomfortable as a lady in that kind of situation, but for some odd reason, we felt comfortable. We didn't feel like, okay, something could happen to us. My gosh, you know, we're with these guys. We don't know them. Like, we just mm-hmm. met them. We don't even know their surnames. And then the guy that we went out with, we just know, like, his name, and we don't even know if it's a real name mm-hmm. or a nickname. Yeah. But anyway, we we chill with him. Then the guy that we was, he asked me like, um, okay, so what would you like to drink? Mm. Then I'm like, okay, now nah, cocktail. You know, I'm trying to be chilled about this. Then he starts to say, no, I'll order for you guys. Then I'm like, oh, okay. I guess since he's the one taking us out, he will decide. Then he orders bottles. Mm. I'm not talking two, three bottles. I'm talking a whole table of bottles, about six, seven bottles mm. of Hennessy and Remy Martin. Like, the table was full of liquor, and that was my first time experiencing something like that. I think for the three of us, it was the first time we experienced someone spending like that, just just throwing money around like that for alcohol. It was honestly shocking. Then... Me Papa, because I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I got this. I decided let me mix, and this mm. man stops. He's like, no, 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 I'll mix for you guys. So I'm like, eh, okay, I'll respect. I mean, at the end of the day, he's the one spending. Yeah. I'm not just going to jump the gun. So okay, 
He opens a bottle of Hennessy. So I'm thinking this man, first thing he's going to do is pour like ice and then pour the, the mm. drink. First thing he does, him and his friends, they wash their hands with that bottle of Hennessy. So like the whole bottle, no. they just used it. Not like the whole just... bottle, just like, you know, drops. Okay. As if, you okay. know when in African families, someone like brings you like a bucket of water and they yeah. each wash your hands. So it was something like that, but it wasn't like the whole bottle. Okay. And it was just, it was such a weird situation because it's like, and then... But, you know, as friends, you just look at each other like, okay, this is weird, but you don't really question it. Yeah. After they do that, okay, they pour us our drinks, we drink. It's it's a good night. We're not feeling uncomfortable. They're not trying to touch us. We're not feeling like they could try something with us. Mm. As the night progresses, new bottles are opened. Same thing. Every single time a bottle is opened, they yeah. wash their hands. It's the same routine. So it gets to a point where now I start asking, like, what is this? And then he's just like, no, it's just to thank God for our blessings. And I'm like, okay, can we also wash our hands? And he's like, no, 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 no. It's just for us, the men. So we're already lit. We don't care anymore at this point. We're just like, okay, whatever, move on. Mm. Then it's about 3, 4 a.m. It's late now, like... Even news cafe was empty at this point. So the thing of K now, guys, like, let's go home now. It's time for us to go home. Then I tell the guy, okay, now the girls are tired. We want to go home. He he has no problem, you know. He does not even say, nah, let's go to my place or whatever. He's like, okay, cool. I'll take you guys home. Mm. He gets us an Uber. We get into the Uber and then he's in the car in front of us. He came with his own car. So... We drive to Auckland Park. We get to our place. When mm. we get to our place, we get out of the Uber. I don't know how. I think maybe I was too drunk or something. But mm. we realized that Michelle is not with us. Yo, so it's just me, my girl, the other friend, and then the guy. His friends are also gone. Michelle is also not with us. Kevin, know what's going on now? Then we ask, like, where's Michelle? And then he's like, no, she's fine. You'll see her tomorrow. Mm. Like, okay, but where is she? Mm. No, she's fine. You'll see her tomorrow. So when you're asking such questions and then this guy is just telling you, no, she's fine. You'll see her tomorrow. Like, last you remember, you guys got into the car together. So honestly, the car ride, I don't recall much. Mm. I don't recall. Did she get in the car with us? Or maybe when we were getting into the car, she got into a different car. Like, we don't remember. Yeah. We question, we question, but now, like, it's late. It's 4 a.m. We outside our house gate. We're just like, you know what? Let's go in the house. We'll see her tomorrow. Mm. He leaves. My girl and I get into the house, and we, we speak, you know, briefly, like, okay, maybe did she leave, like, with one of the guys? Maybe for, like, young one-night stand. Maybe we'll mm. see her tomorrow. Okay, it's whatever. We go to bed. 8 a.m. we wake up, we think, okay, maybe she'll be back by then. Mm. We wake up, she's not back. Okay, now we try to figure out, like, okay, maybe let's try to call her. When we try to do that, we realize her bag, wallet, I mean, not her bag, her phone, wallet, and house keys are in my bag. Mm. She didn't have a bag that night. Everything is with me. Now we start panicking, like, eh, we can't reach her. We don't know where she went. Mm. We don't know who she left with. 
then I decide to contact this guy that we were with. Mm. Hey, like, where's Michelle one, two, three? He's like, no, she's fine. Where is she? She's fine. So he gets irritated. He hangs up on me. Like, he leaves me. That thing of Guti Uyangdina. I start panicking now. So now my girl and I are questioning, like, okay, where did we lose her? Did we lose her in Woodmead? Did we lose her on the way here? Did we maybe pass out on the car ride? And then she got out, like... What's going on? And mm. remember, this was during that time of women being abducted, oh, yeah, harvested, yeah. and all that. So it was like a scary time. And we were so confused. Like, okay, what should we do? Who do we call? Who do we talk to? Then my friend decided to say, hey, why don't you contact like that girl that hooked us up with this guy? Mm. Maybe she would know something. Yeah. And then I called her first. And I asked her, like, and then I asked her, like, no, we went out with the guy. Yeah, it was a great night, one, two, three. But our friend, you know, she's lost one, two, three. And then she's like, ah, maybe she just went for a one-night stand or something. Maybe she'll be back soon. Mm. Okay, sharp, she hangs out. But as the hours go by, it's now 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11. Girl's not back. So I'm busy sending this girl that hooked us up with this guy messages. Like, dude, do you know something? What's going on? Like, it's unlike our friend for her to just disappear like this. Because, mm. yes, we've gone out clubbing together, and then, you know, in the club, you know, we get lost here and there, yeah. but you end up finding each other at the end of the night, or maybe in the morning, like, nah, girl, I came back with one, two, three, whatever. So for one of us to be missing, that was, like, crazy. Mm. It was scary. Yeah. So this girl that I'm questioning, she stops answering my messages. She blue texts me now. That's when mm. we panic. We're like, okay, you know what? Let's go take a shower and let's go to the police station. Mm. But now also in doing that, we have that fear. Well, mostly me. I had that fear of what do I say when I get to this police station? Yeah. Okay. I'm the one that said, guys, let's go out. A friend of mine found us someone to buy us drinks, one, two, three. Mm. I'm the one that knows this guy. Like, I don't really know him. I only met him. Last night, so I don't even know this human being. What do I even say? Like, how do we start this investigation? Like, mm. what do we say to the cops? Because, so, like, we literally scared, know but, nothing. Exactly. You don't know where I this guy do, stays. You don't really know only like, his real know. name. So Exactly. I don't even know the number plate of the car he was in. Because mm. the whole time we were club hopping, he would get us Ubers. We never got in his car. Yeah. So this whole situation was scary and it was starting to get tense because hours were going by and then we have her belongings. So now it also brings up that image of Guti, maybe you guys sold her. Because we don't know. And then, okay, we decide, no, let's go take a shower and let's just go to the police station. Because at this point, and something happens and it comes out that maybe she's dead somewhere. Like, we'll be in shit, you know? Yeah. So, the us call report that she's missing. We take a shower. Once we're ready, request the ride. As we're about to leave, here comes girl. She's coming out of an Uber. Whole mm. new outfit from last night. Like, as if she's looking fresh. As if this person went out for a sleepover, maybe at a friend, and she bathed and came back with a whole new outfit. Like she literally planned the sleepover. She mm-hmm. literally looked like that. We are shocked. And we can see she's holding a plastic. 
So, mm. okay, we cancel our Uber ride. We get into the house. We sit around the kitchen. Oh, girl. And then when, uh, where were you? Like, we were worried. We've been panicking. We don't know what's going on. He's like, nah, we went to Kelvin. You and who went to Kelvin? How? Weren't you guys there? Well, now we are confused. Like, what do you mm. mean, weren't we there? Because we were looking for you. Who did you go to Calvin with? She's like, no, I went with the gents. And then I remember hearing girls' voices. So I thought it was you guys. I didn't know that you guys weren't there. Mm. We're like, okay, when you got there, what happened? And then she's like, nah, I slept. And I woke up and there was vomit all over me. And then the guys told me to go get new clothes. And now we are mm. shocked. Like, okay, you passed out. You wake up with vomit all over you. And then you go and get new clothes and then you come back home. Like, that's normal. I don't I don't believe that's normal. I don't yeah, think like a not. girl can go with guys and come back with a whole new outfit. Like, she sleeps and then wakes up with vomit and then gets a whole new outfit. That does not make any sense. Yeah. But we're just like, okay, then. But we still continue on with our lives, you know. It's just a thing of, okay, that was a shocking incident. We don't even go and question anything else mm. we just move on with our lives i even text that guy that yeah she came back home one two three and he's just like yeah i told you she would come back you know like he's confident and a part of me felt bad because i was like Ish, i was questioning this guy and he's innocent you know like i just moved on you moved on yeah i days go by and i baby girl's not the same now michelle's not the same mm. She's, she's sleeping around. She's going out more. Because we used to go out like Thursdays, Fridays. And then a lot of weekends, I wouldn't be around. I would go home mm-hmm. to my mom. So I wouldn't know what would happen weekends. But like, all I know is that Thursdays and Fridays would go out together. But this time, baby girl was going out almost every single day. Wow. And she that time she's out. a student. Yes. She goes out, she's coming back with different men every time. She's having sex, she's drinking, she, she's a whole different breed. And at first, you, we just took it as, okay, baby girl, living her best life, it's whatever, let's move on. Mm. But then it gets to a point where you start worrying. If if you have a bit of heart in you, yeah. you do start to worry when you see different ages of men, different races, mm. different countries, all sorts of men, different types of men in and out of a room. Like, in a day, at least there'll be two different men. Wow. That's... Exactly. There's living your best life and then there's that. Mm -hmm. So, okay, um, days go by, weeks go by, it's the same behavior. So we decide, you know what? Let's sit down as a house and discuss this because it's starting to get uncomfortable for mm-hmm. us. Because some of us at night, you go into the toilet, you're wearing your pajama shorts, yeah. here's this old man dumping into you. It gets uncomfortable and it's going to start getting unsafe for us because we're only girls. Yeah. Then we sit down all together, we discuss it, we voice out our concerns that, no, we don't like you bringing these guys into the house, one, two, three, four, five. And... Does she not lose it? She becomes pissed. Mm. Like, no, we're causing drama for her. We are jealous of her. We're hating on her life. You know, mm. things that just don't make sense. It's like, okay, 
no one is attacking you for living your best life. Mm. We are attacking you for bringing these men into our home. Yeah. Getting drunk in our home. Remember, even if it's just a rest, this is our home oh, at yeah, the end of the day. We need to respect home, it. Yeah. Exactly. I should be able to feel comfortable in my home. I should be able to come out in my short pajamas. I should be able to sleep without having you mm. be loud, having sex all the damn time. Mm. And she, oh, she just becomes crazy. We are quiet. She's fighting us. And we decide, you know what, let's just leave this conversation once. Mm. And you can tell this person not the same anymore. Because when you first met, when we first went out together, when we were still all close, you know, she was a big girl, nice body, light. You know, she was a good looking girl. Mm. But then she started looking exhausted. And not exhausted, Lila, yeah. as if something was draining her as if the sex constant sex was draining mm. her like she was not the same and it was worrying but if a person can go and scream and shout at you like that you're not going to bring it up to them because you don't mm. know how they're going to react again then once that sex situation starts decreasing we can tell something about her is different now now she has become violent mm. in a sense that She's banging doors at random hours at night. She's screaming and shouting. She's hitting things. And like, she's just a whole scary person, you know? She's just like screaming at you guys or at somebody else. We don't even know if it's at someone or at nothing. But she's just banging. Like her door's banging. She's punching doors, windows, everything. She's hitting everything. Like, it's just crazy in the house. Like, we wouldn't sleep. Mm. We wouldn't sleep at all during the week. We would know, yo, when this time starts, she's going to start. Like, Mm. it became a very toxic environment Mm. to a point where I felt like, okay, I want to leave. I don't feel okay being in this house with this person acting like this. Then, okay, she disappeared for, like, three days and so mm. about three four days and then she was brought back by some girls from school because we went to the same school mm. she was brought back by some girls saying hey guys this girl Pella she was for the streets now we like what do you mean she was for the streets Pella she was giving it up to anyone that would just give her whatever like wow. even if it's just a bit of alcohol she had become that person mm. so when we're at that age, we're hardly thinking of things of the spirit. Mm. We're just thinking, ah, she's an alcoholic. Ah, it was the same game the law. Yeah. You know, such things. But, like, something was just off with her. And it seemed like she was getting slightly better. When she came back, it seemed like she was getting slightly better. But, nah, things would happen again. She would start fighting things. She would hit things she would bleed and all that and then on times when she was calm we felt like we could talk to her she was Mm. a normal human being so on those days when she was normal i decided now let me hook her up with some male friend of mine because i knew he was a good guy so i thought okay maybe he would be able to like calm her down a bit you know just balance her out Mm. then okay i don't know the details of whatever transpired between them. I just know of the one time they had sex. Mm. He called me and said he never wants to see her again. And I was like, and then, why? What happened? 
Mm. And he was like, this girl scratched me till I was bleeding. Wow. And I'm like, like, what do you mean? Like, she scratched you because you were that good? Or he was like, nah, they're scratching because, yeah. okay, this girl's enjoying and they're scratching as if someone She's wants to, to get something out of you. Yeah. And it was scary for him, of course. It's like, like, there was blood and you're on him and she was still going on. She, sure. she was fine with that. And it was disturbing for him and he was like, I do not want her in my space anymore. So knowing her history of when you confront her with things and her fighting, I decided, mm-hmm. let me not speak to her about it. I spoke to the other girl that I was close with. Like, ish girl, this is a situation. My friend told me one, two, three, and she was like, hey, girl. Some night, baby girl came to my room at night and was back mm-hmm. on my door and all that. And I didn't open for her. And then she finally left. And when I woke up in the morning, there was blood on so I thought there was blood because like maybe she punched and hurt herself. Mm. But now when you're speaking of that situation with your friend, what if it's somehow connected? I yeah. obviously get scared now in the house because her actions are becoming crazy. She's someone that's fighting us. Mm. Then we all decide in the house without her, we decide, you know what, we need to start reporting the situation to the lady that runs the race mm. because this is starting to become dangerous. Not just for her, but for us mostly. Yeah. Because who's to say one night we're going to wake up and all come out of our rooms while she's having an episode and she decides she's going to just stab us. Because mm. like, so of course, um, yeah, like she's starting to be crazy. Mm. Then, okay, me with that friend of mine and another girl of the house. The next morning, after we discussed that situation, the next morning we decided, let's go and report this. Mm. And then, okay, as we're going, this other girl decides to say to me, HPD, here's the situation. Um, it's going to hurt you, but I think you should know. And I'm like, what is it? So I was dating someone at the time. Mm. And it turns out Michelle was contacting my boyfriend through Facebook at night, like 2 mm. a.m., talking about, he's asleep, you can come over. Things like that, you know. So, from his side, he never confirmed or denied anything. Mm. But with her, she she spoke when she was during her crazy moment. She spoke mm. about how, yeah, I got your man. You know, she threw it in my face. And during that time, after I'd found out about their situation, during that time, him and I were having serious problems. Like, we were fighting every single day mm. and about things that didn't even make sense but like it was a toxic relationship mm. so of course that happened and like my anger towards her increased like I didn't want anything to do with her mm. and being around her so yeah we reported her and then the lady said no they would contact her parents and would take it from there would see mm. little did we know that in us going to report that we would turn her into the craziest person ever. You're like, we we're made the like situation worse. Yeah. yeah, like we ignited a fire. Yeah. This girl became crazy. She went off on me. And then because in the house, like I was the tiniest, so I was the easier target. 
she would literally come for me, tell me shit, tell me about how she can get my man, she can get whoever. Wow. Sorry, she would like, she would go off. So as girls, a lot of times when we hear such things, you take it as someone that's trying to compete with you. You don't really think that something's actually wrong with this person. Mm. So I also got like pissed and I was going off at her. And a friend of mine was like, can you see how small you are? If this girl touches you, you are dead. Mm. The girls that were around during that fight, they took me to my room and we closed the door and let her scream and shout alone and she was banging Mm. on my door. She ended up breaking door handles and everything. Like one of the girls in the house ended up clapping her. Like that thing of I'm fed up with you. Mm. I've tried, but this is too much. So that place became too toxic too crazy there was always fights and then she went back to that thing of hers of bringing men in the Mm. house like it just became too much and i ended up saying you know what i'm moving out so i moved in in feb september i left that Mm. house i went back home during that period things were bad and when you just count the months, you think, okay, nah, like that's a long period of time. But mm. it's a very short period of time, yeah, especially when you're yeah. busy going to school and all that. It's a very short period of time for someone to be going through all of that. Especially because this girl started changing after that night mm. when we went out with those guys. So after I left, you know, obviously a lot of things I stopped hearing about. But I would hear a few things that, ah. She's busy sleeping with varsity guys now. Um, she seems to be self-harming. She's not okay. Like, yeah, after that, I stopped hearing about her. I don't know where she is right now in life. I don't know if she's okay, if she's still alive, if she's still hurt. But I do know where that handsome guy is because he recently hit me up on Instagram. And I was like, hell to the fucking no. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is hectic because basically whatever that they did to her that night actually ruined, like, everything. Like, it ruined her spirit. Yeah. It ruined, like, her soul. Like, it's like they took away her purity that night. Definitely. So, like... And as, we don't know what truly happened that yeah. night. We don't know if they slept with her or not. All she remembers it's sleeping. Yeah, because Lena, she, she might have like she might have no no idea what happened that night because they could have drugged her yeah. or they could have yeah. just maybe like she was drunk to the point where she can't even remember anything that happened that night definitely definitely so like uh what have you learned from the whole experience i think more than anything is when you see something specific as a suspicious when mm. you go out with strangers mm. or even people that you know trust your guts mm. trust those signs because we saw those men washing their hands with alcohol yeah. there were seven men and they were comfortable with just three girls that should have been a sign really that I guys this place that we at this is not safe this is not good because yes maybe in that moment, they did not do anything to mm. me personally and to my other friend. But we don't know what happened to the Mashaka. We don't know that night. She doesn't know that night. Mm. She knows sleeping 
waking up with vomit all over the body. We don't know if the vomit was hers. Was it someone else's? What was it? We don't know. Sure. Okay. Like, um, what advice would you give to specifically the, um, the varsity um girls? Because basically, this is uh-huh. what they are actually facing every day. Um, they uh-huh. go to clubs. They end up being raped, or they go to clubs. They end up being drugged. Like, what advice would you uh-huh. give to the young girls at varsity? I think my biggest advice is don't be so taken by a lifestyle. Don't mm. feel the need to go to that lifestyle. Yes, it seems fun to be out drinking, you know, some expensive bottles and all that, having all these men spinning on you. But ask yourself, mm. okay, this man is spending over 3,000 rand in one night for me. Mm. What does he want? I think that should be the main thing. Don't don't be excited by those little things because yeah. one simple night can ruin your entire life. One simple night, even one simple hour can destroy so much because even though, yes, the things that happened happened to her, I still feel guilty mm. because the thing of I took them out. I kind of put them in that situation. Yeah. And I can't control everything that happened then, but I feel maybe I should have trusted my suspicions yeah. in the beginning. Like, eh, these men have been washing their hands with alcohol because I've never seen that. Girls, my main thing is when you see these little signs, mm. go, leave. Rather be called the boring friend. Rather be yeah. called boring. I'd rather be called boring than be trapped in such a life because it's not about your physical treatment mm. your spirit once someone has your spirit and your mind that's I'm it yeah. you are gone there's no saving you and those are the two things you need to protect more than anything because the physical body you can't always protect mm. we live amongst animals yeah. so sometimes god forbid it happens but Tomorrow I could wake up and go out and someone decides to rape me. God forbid it happens. But the physical body is something that we can't always protect. But protect your mind and your soul. Because it's a scary world we live in here. There are cults that exist. That's true. Um, Thank you so much, Pindilo, for joining us. Thank Um, you. Thank you so much for the call. I really, really appreciate it because I think um, when I heard the story, I was like, I need to share the story with um, young women out there because they might not uh-huh. know, like some of them, they avoid those red flags and it's, it's very, very important to exactly. to like um, trust exactly. your gut and trust your instinct. So thank you so much for joining yes. me. Um, yes, thank you. So guys, this brings us to the end of our um um podcast today. Yo, that was a very um can say sad story because we don't know what happened to Michelle. We don't know what happened that night. So basically, guys, be on the outlook. Whatever that happens, if you go out, just make sure that even if the those small red flags, you must always be on the outlook, guys. Um 
please don't forget to um follow our uh, pindile on all social media platforms it's pindelele and also don't forget to uh, follow me on all social media platforms it's shamein manavalala and don't forget to share she matters with everyone that matters to you till we meet again next tuesday Mwah.